Hi there, Scott Rockfile back with another podcast review for you. Going to be a spoiler-free and arguably short review of Dune Part 2. Well, the short version is, if you like the first one, go see this. What are you listening to a review for? <laughs> I know that when I was sitting in the theater in 2021 and it said, you know, to be continued part two, whatever it said at the end, to be continued. Um, I was slightly disappointed, even though I knew it was going to do that because I was so into the first movie in the theater. And when it ended, I was like, can I just watch the second one right now? Well, I kind of have the same feeling after this one, but worse. I mean, anyway. I'm not going to get into spoilers, but this is everything the first movie was more. I think it tops it in every way, shape, or form. When a director has time to step back, look at his first work, and then improve on it, sometimes that's great. Some of these trilogies that we've gotten over the last few decades were planned out way in advance from beginning to end, and they're wonderful. Speaking of things like Lord of the Rings. Then you have other ones like the Dark Knight trilogy, where you get two first really good ones and a third one that was arguably not thought of when the first two were. And they tried to shove some things in there. And as much as I love Christopher Nolan, that's one of the weakest movies in his cadre of movies. But Denis Villeneuve, this is something he's wanted to do since childhood. He has been getting the acumen and the, the, the career highs all along the way. The guy has just made one movie after another. He took time off from making movies for almost nine years to find his voice. Then he made Incendies and was nominated for an Academy Award. From there, he made Prisoners and he made, well, he made Enemy and then Prisoners, but they kind of were released about the same time. And then went on to make Arrival, Blade Runner 2044, Dune Part 1. The dude is knocking him out of the park. And I don't forget Sicario either because Sicario was great. Unfortunately, there's a third one coming he's not involved in, but he says, if Taylor Sheridan's right, I'm there, I want to see that movie. Because Sicario 2 was good, even though he wasn't involved. Denis Villeneuve is arguably my favorite director working these days, and he proves it more and more with each movie. I go back to movies like Arrival and Blade Runner 2044, and I get more out of them on each watch. I think Arrival is more of a mainstream film where Blade Runner 24 was made for the fans and made for a little higher brow audience, which I don't have a problem with, but I know some people do. Uh, the crowd that went to see Blade Runner 2044 walked out. Half of us loved it, and half of it thought it was boring. Um, and I get that. And there are people who think Dune is not great either. That there are people that were bored with the first one. And I get it. The biggest, I rewatched Dune Part 1 the night before I went to see Dune Part 2. Rewatching it, the only flaw I can find is that it's a Part 1, that it ends before it has an ending. There's no real ending to the first movie. It just, and we had to wait almost three years for this. Well, it's worth the wait. And this movie picks up right where the first leaves off. It continues those storylines. It goes deeper into the mythology. It goes deeper into the politics. You meet the emperor finally. You meet his daughter. We get more into the Bene Gesserit. You just get more, more, more of Dune. What we really get more of is Fremen culture. You get more into the Fremen, find out why they do what they do and, and the how they respect water and all that kind of stuff, even more than they did in the first movie, which is helpful this is a fleshed out science fiction universe. It's a series of books. A very, the first book came out in 65, very influential book to this day. 
Denis Villeneuve has put his own spin on Dune. There are some changes. If you are one of the faithful of the book series who couldn't deal with an additional character in Lord of the Rings or something like that, or the changes in the first Dune, there are more changes from the book in this Dune. But I don't think I've ever said this for a movie. The changes he made in this elemental story elevated it, made it better, made it work cinematically better than, say, the David Lynch version or anybody who's attempted to do this. And as much as I love the original book, it was written in the 60s, It, it you know, <laughs> with all that being said, to modernize it, to make it new, to make it germane for today and to make it a more exciting property, I think the changes were worthy. I, I don't, there is nothing in Dune Part 2 that made me go, oh, I'm out, I'm done, this is oh, crap. No, it is a cinematic achievement on every level. The sound, the visuals, the special, the seamless special effects, the new actors. Austin Butler is incredible as Fade Rautha. He really disappears into the role. Um, I think Frances Pugh is one of our greatest actresses. She's great as Princess Aruin. Um, don't get a whole lot of the Emperor. I mean, he's got a few lines and some big parts, but I think we got more of the gravitas of who the actor is, right? And there's been a spoiler alert. There's a there's a pretty major young actor who has a cameo in the movie that will lead us to the third one, I'm sure. This is a good idea. I mean, again, the changes he made and the things he did, especially towards the end of the movie that are different than the book and different than other adaptations, made it better. I was breathless at the end of the fight between him and Fade Ralpha. I was on the edge of my seat to see how this movie was going to end. And it ends not how you expect. It ends on a, oh, wow, there's going to be more. You know, kind of like the first one. But this one has a more satisfying end, I will say that. The storylines pretty much carry out the way they do in the book. I mean, these changes don't radically alter the book, but they do in certain ways, especially if you're into the minutiae of the, of the mythology and what's going on with the great houses and all that. I think they could, if I have anything to say about the Dune mythology, they could have gone a little bit further into explaining that the houses of the Landsrad, the, uh, there are 12 houses, uh, Atreides and Harkonnen are two of those. Um, but they didn't go so much into that, which I think they're saving for the third one because the third one will be, well, if you know, if you've read Dune Messiah, you know. Anyway, Denis Villeneuve has said he's going to make a third one. He might wait between a while because he went right into part two after part one. He spent over a decade in the desert. You know, he'd really like to make something else. Uh, he's also been lined up to do Cleopatra, and there's rumors he's lined up to do Rendezvous with Rama. So he does have some other projects. But to go back to Dune part two, this is his masterwork. Uh, if I liked it better than Blade Runner 2044 and Arrival, which I think are two of his best movies. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I sat there in the theater for all two hours and 45 minutes. It's just as long as the first one. It is definitely a part two, but it's an Empire Strikes Back part two. It is a Dark Knight part two. It is better than the first one. It makes you want more. And maybe this was the plan from the beginning. Maybe he, he said in the very earliest things that if he had his, his dream would be to do the trilogy, the first book as two movies, and then the third book as one movie. And I think they were always going to do that. As long as the first one made money, that it would just kind of roll downhill, but that he won Academy Awards for the first movie, that a science fiction epic won Academy Awards. Then he doubled down on the second one. And I think he's holding some things back for a third one. And I'm very excited because, again, the changes and how things play out, even though I knew the story, I was excited to watch it. I was excited to experience it. 
And that is the best thing I can say about the movie. This is an experience, even more than the first movie. From the opening scenes, you get that, the, the, and it gives you a little line that kind of carries through the movie, like just like the first one. And then in the Warner Brothers logo, and then Dune Part Two, and then we get the little intro there. Um, you are steeped into this world. You experience this world. It is so tangible. It is so tactile. Everything, the special effects, the, the lifestyles of the Fremen, the things they joke about, the things they do, the thing, how they prepare for things. You get a lot more of that, and none of it's boring. I saw an interview with Denis Villeneuve this week that he said he was obsessed with pacing. He was obsessed with keeping things moving. And even though there are a lot of conversational scenes in this film, they're moving, and they're always moving towards this goal. And the action scenes, the same. They're always moving and always moving towards this final goal of the film. I think the ending is fantastic. I think the whole movie is fantastic. It sets the bar in cinematography, in acting, in music, in special effects. This is going to clean up at the awards at the end of the year. It's going to make a lot of money this weekend. So you should go see it. You should see it on the biggest screen possible. This is why we go to the movies. This is why I love movies. I was totally transported for two hours and 45 minutes last night. I was in another world. I was living, eating, breathing in this other world for two hours and 45 minutes, eating my popcorn and sucking on my cherry icy. I was there. I was right next to the Fremen. He transports us to this world and these different worlds. And these. I was totally into it. And re-watching the movie the night before just was icing on it. It just made it. Because re-watching, I've seen the movie the first one three or four times. So this was my fourth or fifth time. And I got more out of it this time than I ever have before. Little things, like at the very end of part one, when they're walking off to follow Chani into the desert, the look on Rebecca Ferguson's face. She at first is happy. Her and her son have escaped. They found the Fremen, whatever. There's this happiness, but then there's this dark note that crosses her face right before it cuts away from her. It's a tiny little thing that you probably don't even pick up on. Most people probably looking down to see how much popcorn they had left when she did that. But that one little look on her face kind of gave you a preview of everything we're going to get in this movie. Again, (laughs) if you're not into Dune, if you're not into science fiction, this is probably not your cup of tea. If you like the first movie at all, watch the second one and put them two together. It's the greatest one-two punch of science fiction that I've ever seen. Really, I'm thrilled and can't wait for him to do a third one. At least I can wait a little better this time. I had to go see this in the first show when it opened because I was so in love with the first movie you know, I don't want any spoilers. I want to go see it. And I'm glad I didn't really watch too many reviews. I didn't read too many things about it. I watched some interviews and stuff, but review wise, I stayed away from it because today I was watching some spoiler free reviews. And one guy was just, he was throwing spoilers all around. He didn't think they were spoilers because he knows the book and everything. But for people who don't know the book and who saw Dune 1 and don't know what's coming in Dune 2, he was spoilerific in a non-spoiler review. So I'm glad I've danced around. I think I've not told any spoilers. Um, There are surprises in this movie, and I will do a spoiler podcast down the road when this movie's made a gazillion dollars, and we can really talk about it openly. But again, Denny Villeneuve and his uh, screenwriter, John Spates, had made changes to the original novel that have improved the movie, have elevated the ideas. The Brian Herbert, the son of, of Frank Herbert, who wrote the Dune novels, said that they treated the adaptation with the greatest care. And I think that's what he meant was they didn't do a direct adaptation because it's hard to make a book into a movie and make it cinematic. But they pulled it off. 
in the first movie, and they really pulled it off in this one. Dune Part 2 is my favorite movie of the year so far. I know it's only March 1st. We have a long way to go. But, you know, I watched some previews. The new Ghostbuster movies looks fine. Deadpool versus Wolverine is going to probably blow up. Um, but most of the other movies I saw previews for, I'm like, they, they all look fine. They'll be good summer movies, but they're not this Dune Part 2 was exactly what I want as a Dune fan. And from a movie fan, I can I could just look at it and go, this is going to win all the Academy Awards. If he won several, he had, what, seven nomina- nominations on the first one and won three or four or five, something like that. This one will get all the nominations. The music, the all of it, it's just more and better. And congratulations to everybody involved. It You need to go see this on the biggest screen possible. This is why we go to the movies. Dune Part 2, highest review, Go see it immediately. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. More podcasts on the way. And a little side note, I'm finally finishing off my home studio. I've been recording a lot of these podcasts at work, usually on weekends, because I don't want to get in the way of my work and that kind of stuff. Plus, I'm alone and I can get crazy and whatever. But it'd be so much better when I can record at home, which I did for a little bit, but I had some technical difficulties. Well, now I've got new speakers. I'm resetting everything up. I'll be tweaking all weekend. So the next podcast you hear will probably be from my home studio. Very excited. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to listen to this review. Got plenty more up there. Thanks for listening.